0: Howdy, Pastor Mark Driscoll here with Ask Pastor Mark. If you've got a question, send it in to hello at markdriscoll.org and I'll do my best to get you an answer. Howdy, this week's question comes from a q and I did. About a decade ago, I got to co-author a book called Doctrine. I'm in the midst of rewriting it so that I can re-release it with a 10th anniversary edition. To prepare for that at the Trinity Church where I pastor in Scottsdale did a series of lectures and also have Q and A's. So we're giving it away uh, as a gift to those who give a gift of any amount, including our monthly partners. And I wanted to share some of it with you. So here's one example of that Q and A. So your question is the God, the father, God, the son, the Spirit, do they share all of the same attributes? Meaning omniscience, all-knowing, omnipresence, all-present, omnipotent, all-powerful. Yes, but for a short season during his incarnation, that's entering into human history, carne means flesh, right? So if you eat carne asada, it's carne, right? <laughs> um, so it's a Christian meal, okay, so. Um, So Jesus is God incarnate, incarnate in flesh. So when Jesus comes into human history, and I'll get into this when we get into uh, Jesus and the incarnation, but what Philippians says, that he humbled himself to become like us. Hebrews says the same thing. And so what Jesus does when he enters into human history, he retains all of his divine attributes, but he chooses not to continually avail himself to the use of all the divine attributes, okay? Because you can have an attribute that you don't use. I'll give you an example. I can see, but I can close my eyes and now I have lost my sight. It doesn't mean that I don't have sight. It means that at this moment, I am choosing not to use that attribute. So while Jesus is on the earth, he humbles himself to become like us. So it says in Luke chapter two, that he grew in wisdom, stature and favor with men and God. Well, God doesn't need to go to school and learn things but Jesus humbled himself to learn like we do. God doesn't grow, but Jesus grew in wisdom, stature and favor with men and God. And so when Jesus is tempted, he's tempted like you are. When Jesus is learning, he's learning like you do. And the way that Jesus lived his life was not out of his divinity, but out of the power of the Holy Spirit. And then he sends us the Holy Spirit to live by the same power. There are times that Jesus does exercise the use of his divine attributes. There's an occasion, I think, in Mark chapter two, around verse five, where they see a paralytic. And um, the question is, well, did he sin? Did his family sin? You know, why is he a paralytic? And Jesus says, uh, no, that's not what's going on. He's for the glory of God. Son, your sins are forgiven. And they're like, who can forgive sins but God alone? That's the question. What's the answer? Nobody can forgive sins except for God. Psalm 51, five, against you only, Lord God, have I sinned. So in that moment, he does something divine, he forgives sin. There's another occasion where he speaks and the sea in a storm obeys him. That's divine authority. And everybody's like, who is this that the winds and waves obey him? Can you imagine that? Some of you are like, if I tell my dog to fetch, they will. Okay, tell a monsoon what to do and then we'll be really impressed, right? <laughs> if you could get the monsoon to do what you say, that's amazing, that's what he does. So when Jesus uses his divine attributes, he uses them to bless others, not to benefit himself.